the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hello, San Diego and beyond. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, streaming live. We are live right now from 6 to 8 p.m. on The Answer San Diego, FM 96.1 in North County, streaming all over the world. If you miss any part of tonight's show, you can download the podcast anywhere. And I know I've been getting emails from people. Y'all can email me at andreakshow.com. I know I've been getting emails. We're a tad behind on getting the podcast updated. I say we, um, even though I have nothing to do with that. But uh, we, you know, we just had a holiday weekend, y'all. We get a little behind sometimes when there's a holiday weekend. But have no fear, my dears, because that will be updated. So do feel free to download that podcast, 888-344-1170, We used to feel safe going to our churches, right? Safe that we could go there and exercise our religion, freely practice our Christianity, our Catholicism. Well, wait till you hear what's happening. Maybe you shouldn't feel so safe anymore. In your church. Did you know you could possibly be spied on? It's one of our stories for tonight. Did you know that artificial intelligence might be managing your money? (laughs) We got to talk about that a little bit later tonight. And did you know that another trans terrorist committed an act of murder? Why is anybody talking about it in the news? Could be because the media withheld the story and withheld the truth about who this murderer was. Lots to get into tonight. Glad you're here with us for the ride. 888-344-1170 is our live call-in number. And email me at andreacasio.com. We are streaming live right now on Facebook. So feel free to share that live there on the Andrea K page. So let us know if you're having any sound issues there and we'll try to correct it on the break. All right, before I go any further, I got to bring in this brother. He he turned uh, Easter weekend into a little four-day, almost a week off, and I'm glad to have him back with me tonight. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous Potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Hey, you have to take it where you you can get it, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, take what where you can get it? An extra day off. An extra day off? Well, yeah. I mean, one of the things I like about you is you, you're, you know, you're a man of of many interests and you like to go out and see things and do things and have fun. And he goes to theater. He goes to museums. He goes here. He goes there. He's like a renaissance man. In fact, we're going to be talking about a movie he saw over the weekend later on in the show that was trending on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't inclusive enough. We got to talk about that a little bit later. I wasn't really sure. What should my opening 
segment be about tonight? There's so many options in terms of the tyranny that's happening, unfortunately. Uh, you know, maybe I should start. We got a little local good news um, with the San Diego County. Maybe we should open with a little good news. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because I have a national audience here. But the San Diego County Board of Supervisors called um, for they did a, a no confidence vote in Nathan Fletcher and have called for him to resign immediately. And so that's good news because this, this man needs to go. This was a man who who did so much to destroy the, the the city and county of San Diego during COVID. It was a one man reign of terror, practically here uh, in terms of power and his own little dictatorship. Meanwhile, he's been accused of sexual assault and sexual harassment on the job and getting somebody fired, and he's claimed PTSD and all kinds of crap. And he ran off to quote rehab and announced that he would retire sometime in the future. And it's time for him to go and uh, I don't know how much the Democrat Party knew and the County Board of Supervisors knew about his crap that was going on Um, but it's just good to see some accountability taking place it's coming too late there should have been accountability for what he did during COVID and how he and, and the damage that he did as the head person of COVID and the destruction of industries and lives and and people's livelihoods and their children and what was done here with the schools and everything that was done. But at least if we've got some accountability now, I'm willing to take it. When are we going to get some accountability with the FBI and the Department of Justice and their reign of terror against Americans? I'm not going to start. You know what? I'm not going to start with an update on uh, Donald Trump and him being the target of there because there's updated news on that. And I may mention it at some point. But you know why I'm not going to start with that? Because it's not about Trump. It was always. Well, initially, I think it started with with the weaponized government um, because for the first time in decades we had an actual outsider we actually had somebody that was going to actually um, disrupt the system George W. Bush was not a disruptor he was he was one of them right his in, in fact there was very little daylight between his policies and Barack Obama so the weaponization started which is ultimately about controlling our elections right and con- which is to, to control the power in this country um, but immediately it, it involved not just Trump but those in his circle well where is that circle going to end up Trump and his circle is not just a few people that were working on his campaign at the time or people within his administration. It's MAGA. And I said, and, I, and, I, and, and I'm going to continue to repeat myself because I'm going to prove the point. You guys have lots of choices in where you get your information. And so it's not bragging in which I say, that, you know, if I recall that I was right about something, I need you to know that you're getting good analysis here, right? So that you'll come back and you can trust that, that if I share opinion here, there's a good chance that my analysis is correct. Because I said at the time, conservatives were like, well, you know, Michael Flynn, they were happy that Pence got, uh, was on board with the FBI running general you know Mike Flynn um, out on a rail and destroying he was literally destroyed financially his family was destroyed what they put him through and I said at the time we will all be Michael Flynn it has expanded it is now past the Jan 6 and the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ rounding up Americans it's actually past the point of a Kyle Rittenhouse, although that that type of abuse in the court system is continuing, as was the case with a man in Texas. We'll talk a little bit about that. But how is the expansion of the weaponized government affecting, and how could it, and how will it affect everyday Americans? 
there was a leaked memo from the FBI a while back declaring that something needed to be done. I'm paraphrasing, of course, that uh, that the FBI needed to be looking at how they could deal with the, the Catholic and Christian problem in this country. And it is a problem for the Democrats. Because how is the Democrats, i.e. the communists in this country, how are they going to get their communism over on us if we, if uh, on America, if you have a segment of America that has its heels entrenched because to get communism over, you've got to replace God with state. So they've already removed God from society. They're already the cultural Marxist movement. They've already destroyed the fabric of our nation and our values and taken it out of society and, and all of that. But, you know, it, it's like that. It's like the song from The Sound of Music. How do you solve a problem like Maria, right? The FBI has this memo, basically. How do we solve a problem with like these Catholics and these Christians? Because that's ultimately what it's about. Well, Merrick Garland was dragged. Christopher Ray were dragged. They said, we are embarrassed by that. There's nothing going on with the FBI. We're not targeting any churches. We're not targeting any, any you know, whether they're Catholic or Christian. Um, we don't do that at the FBI. Um, and, and by the way, rewind flashback. Philip Haney, who I interviewed many times, was taken off. He was trying to connect the dots between all the mosques that were involved in the planning of of the terror attack of 9-11 and he said as he was investigating the mosques that he believed he could have prevented he was taken off that research and taken off that investigative that counterterrorism investigative um uh analysis by Barack Obama, after which he declared that he believed he could have prevented the San Bernardino terrorist attack had he been allowed. But, oh, you can't you can't go into a mosque, even though that's where the terrorist the the terrorists are plotting their attacks and and whipping up and finding recruits. You can't you can't go into a mosque. All right. So we have, you know, and I've said many times that, that that Islam needed to be declared a political ideology, not a religion, because they were hiding behind a religion, which is a component of Islam. But more than that, Islam is a political uh, is a political ideology. It's a political movement. You can't go into mosques. They've replaced the counter They removed everything from radical Islam from the FBI's counterterrorism. And now it's all about these domestic violence extremists. And who are they? Basically, if you want to boil it down, it's Christians and Catholics. So Jim Jordan and his committee of counter to investigate the weaponization of our government has been trying to get some disclosure and get documents from Christopher Ray involving what the FBI is doing in their counterterrorism measures in targeting Christians and Catholics. And yes, they are infiltrating our churches. We're going to take a break. We come back. I will share the details of that. And this should make the hair on the back of everybody's necks stand on end. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, FM 96.1 North County and streaming all over the world. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Did y'all know it's National Pet Day? Did you want to give a shout out to a favorite little pet of yours, DJ Tater Skins? Yeah, today should actually be National Chihuahua Named Pete Day. But, you know, we'll go with National <laughs> Pet Day. That works too. What's up, Pete? Yeah, what's up, Pete? 
<laughs> Shout out to my boo Gator, who's at home chilling right now. Coolest dog on the planet, who who has no fear whether it is a. There's a Great Dane that roams the neighborhood named Riker. He ain't got any fear of that Riker. Um, all right. So how is before the break we were talking about uh, the FBI and the DOJ and how they're coming coming after us? I would have never thought in my life in the United States of America that my own government would be spying on me in church and not just spying us uh, uh, on us in church the plan was to infiltrate churches to actually the basically the plan is did you ever see the show homeland it's the same tactics it's like the cia the plan is to infiltrate the organization right and try to find informants from within side that are going to rat out People from within the organization. That's what they were plotting to do in churches. Uh, this, according to new documents that Jim Jordan has um, found that show the FBI plan to use churches as, quote, new avenues for tripwire and source development. Source development is that's what the, C- the CIA calls informant sources. Right. Um uh, the the uh, they also plan to specifically target quote mainline Catholic parishes as part of its efforts. Um, the FBI expressed interest in quote leveraging existing sources and or initiating Type Five assessments to develop new sources with the placement and access. In another example, the agency cited a desire to quote sensitize religious congregations to the warning signs of radicalization and enlist their assistance to serve as suspicious activity tripwires. How is this not what went on in Nazi Germany to rat out each other? They're going into our churches and to sensitize congregations. How are they going to do that? Were they going to go in and talk to the pastor, talk to ministry leaders and start start trying to tell them, here's what you need to be looking for. You need to be looking for anybody who's wearing a flag on their shirt when they come in. You need to be you need to be looking for anybody that's that's talking about how they don't accept the outcome of the election in 2020. This is this is outrageous and suspicious activity tripwires, meaning what? Meaning they're going to be ratted people out and people are going to be arrested. Define suspicious activity. Does this not scare you guys? I, when you don't feel, I mean, who's going to feel confident and go into their church and feel safe? That's going to make most people want to just kick, you know, keep to themselves, go listen to the message, go home. Well, that's part of it, too, because what it will do is, well, but what what, what will the message be? The, 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 the pastors, we already have enough of a problem where we don't have enough Christian leaders and pastors and preachers speaking the actual word of God, um, but trying to turn it into uh, last week, I think it in or the week before last 200 churches that were affiliated with the United Methodist Church have filed a lawsuit to detach themselves from the that organization because the Methodist Church has, has started doing stuff like, you know, having gay and trans preachers, right? So, you know, is that part of uh, part of what's going to end up taking place is the FBI is going to be going in and they're going to be listening to these messages. And that one of the one one of the things they're going to be looking at is whether or not you got a pastor up there that's willing to go along with this trans agenda. 
that's happening. They want to sensitize religious congregations. So this is this is this is basically a plan to infiltrate churches and begin indoctrination. It's like Mao's revolution, right? They're going to send in. Are they? I, I don't know how covert this was planned to be, or how obvious. Andrew Casho. Quote, based on the limited information produced by the FBI to the committee, we now know that the FBI relied on at least one undercover agent to produce its analysis and that the FBI proposed that its agents engage in outreach to Catholic parishes to develop sources among the clergy and church leadership to inform on Americans practicing their faith. Now, why do you think that they would specifically target the Catholic church for this? Probably because they believe that given the fact that the Pope is a communist probably believing that they've got some, you know, um, some opportunity there within the Catholic Church. Or is it or do you guys think that it's probably more about the fact that, you know, the Catholic Church is more organized as Christian churches? You know, we, 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 we're not the same thing. Christian, even if you're even if you go to a church that's a part of the Southern Baptist Convention, it's still fairly independent, right? We don't really have as Christians, non-Catholics, we don't really have like a church that's over us. We're going to go to the phones. Dr. Tony's on the line. Oh, we love Dr. Tony. Uh, she wants to weigh in on this Hi, topic. Andrea. Hey, Dr. Tony. Hello. Thank you for calling in. Yeah. Hey, you know, this stuff kind of gets me all riled up. Sorry. But you know what? The thing of it is, I'm thinking about it. Okay, so I'm a Christian. Been a Christian for a long time. So what is going to be their measurement stick as to what they're sens- uh, sensitizing people to? How are they going to measure measure what is controversial according to what measurement stick are they using to gauge all this stuff plus secondly how the one that i'm thinking the catholic church i said i bet you they're after the catholic church because they're the ones that stood up against this whole abortion thing oh so that's my thought the abortion thing and then secondly it's a totally different subject and i i hope you cover this if you're heard of f686 the restrict access uh, I- bill that's just come out I haven't, you know, the, there's been so much in the past few days coming out and I really wanted to spend some time before I tackled the whole FDA. Is that involving the abortion pill and the judge that said the FDA didn't have approval and all that? No, this has to do with how they're glossing it over under the guise of, of, uh, having to do with TikTok, getting rid of TikTok, but it's a broader, uh, broader stroke thing. To restrict us because I know I saw something on Instagram today and they gave an example of what it looks like in China already. Mm-hmm. So what they do here, so you're on your, like say you're on taking the transit system and you have the, the what do you want to call these people, the police checking your phone to see what where you've been on your phone. Yeah, um, I did talk about that, uh, about the, this, that I'm actually not a fan. I know that it sounds really great and it's the idea of let's ban TikTok, but the problem is always in the details. And when the government wants to involve restricting something, you have to pay attention as to really what their end game is. And when you look at the text of what this bill would be about, it really gives them, and I read an excerpt excerpt of it on the show a couple weeks ago when you read the text of it you see that what they're planning to do is have the opportunity where they can just decide what content is dangerous and just completely take it down and so i do not support this bill in banning tiktok 
And quite and and on top of it, Doctor Tony, I will say I'm more concerned about about what my government stealing my data and my government spying on me than I am on China right now. What am I just talking about? The FBI is now has planned and they lied to us about it. Christopher Ray, how is he still in his position? And I don't want to hear Donald Trump defend him anymore. I don't want to hear Donald Trump say again to me. And I'm not saying I won't vote for Trump in 2024. I'm saying I want him primary because I want him to be forced to face some of his decisions. Uh, He gets these easy interviews. Um, He should not say again ever that it remains to be seen whether or not Christopher Ray was a bad personnel hire. This man has been fighting, handing over the truth. He has been lying to the American people about the spying of Americans. And now their plan has been to infiltrate our churches. This man should be he should be in jail right now for the violations of our First Amendment rights. This is anti-constitutional. It's criminal. And he should be facing some kind of penalty for it. Dr. Tony, we love you. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, too. Um, It's astounding to me that Christopher Ray, and no wonder, you know, Skins, when he was brought before committee at one point over something uh, that he was, he he literally on a Friday looked at his watch, was like, I got a vacation. And they're like, you got somewhere to go? And he's like, well, you know, vacation paid for by the taxpayer, the jet paid for by the taxpayers. So he knows he's not going anywhere. Yeah, and that, that was one thing that was disappointing about Trump is everybody was for sure that Hillary was going to face jail time at, at some point, and here she is still walking free. He's He's got to make new promises the, to the American people and say, hey, this is not going to be a repeat of what I did last time. Yeah. People are going to be held in check. Every uh, And uh, and um, he needs to admit that decisions that he made were bad. He needs to admit it was wrong to keep Fauci. He needs to admit it was wrong that Christopher Ray was a bad hire and he should have fired him. He, he needs to start because, you know, personnel is everything. I can, I can, I love what Trump wants to do, but execution is everything. And your execution as a chief executive is in your hires. Um, I will talk briefly about, speaking of Jim Jordan, um, he was all over Alvin Bragg and uh, the district attorney and said that demanded that he come before his committee said, look, Alvin Bragg, what you're trying to do involves federal election crimes. We have oversight over anything related to federal elections. And you're going to come before committee and what you're doing is unconstitutional. Well, in response, Alvin Bragg is suing Jim Jordan, basically trying to claim um, that they're obstructing justice, which is absolute nonsense. Jim Jordan said, first, they indict a president for no crime. Then they sue to block congressional oversight when we ask questions about what the federal funds they say they used to do it. Right now, there's all this infighting over Trump and DeSantis on Twitter. And, you know, you know, is it really going to matter who's on the ticket by 2024 if 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 we've got another year and a half of an FBI and a DOJ running unabated, controlling the outcome of our elections? I would almost say they don't care. Right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue our discussion of tyranny. Which includes a court case out of Texas that was not unlike Kyle Rittenhouse, only with a, 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 a horrible outcome. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K., bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 
Did you know, Skins, that uh, you were busy this weekend? Anybody out there know about a, a another murder, another day, another murder by a trans person? Anybody hear about this out of Portland? Do you see it anywhere? You've been, you were, um, you always, as producer of the show, peruse the net, the uh, different outlets uh, in the limited time you have to help me because you do a, a lot here at the station. Have you? Did you hear about this, Skins? No, I did not. No. I mean, I actually saw that there was something going on, but I didn't actually look at the details about it. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because it's not being reported by the mainstream media. They're still talking about the, the devastating, of course, uh, shooting in Louisville this week. Um, but they got they got off the Christian shooting uh, really quickly, the Christian school shooting by that trans terrorist. Um, not talking about that. They're talking about the Louisville one because that would, you know, they can because it was a white male, right? Although he used pronouns in his profile and posted all kinds of stuff, and evidently was an incel Reddit user, far left kook. Can anybody remember the last time we had a conservative that went and and, and shot up anybody from MAGA? No, they had to. They had, they had to have some some alleged actor out of Hollywood pay a couple of guys to wear MAGA hats and fake a and fake a hate crime. That's what the left had to do, right? Andy No, I don't know if you remember Andy No. He's the uh, you know who he is, Skins. He's the Asian, incredible, incredibly yep. courageous uh, reporter and journalist who had cement milkshakes thrown at him and all kinds of attacks as he proceeded to report from inside uh, Antifa rallies and protest. Uh, He has reported a story that I haven't seen anywhere else. A trans person was arrested of a brutal murder, arrested for a brutal murder of a Portland cab driver on Easter Sunday. And he had to do some digging, apparently, um, because the media was refusing to put the information out there as to who uh, the uh, murderer, the suspect is. Um, the It was an Easter Sunday stabbing of a Portland ca- cra- cab driver. The suspect is Moses Jacob Lopez, who, quote, presents as a woman and appears to have addresses in both Portland and Coos Bay, Oregon. And he has been charged with second degree murder and unlawful use of a weapon. And by the way, another reason why the left isn't talking about this story is because um, it's done with it with a knife. Right. It didn't involve a gun. So they can't they can't use it for. Uh, for any kind of political purpose. The deceased victim, who has not been named, um, was identified by Radio City Cab as one of its veteran drivers. Lopez allegedly stabbed him to death during a taxi ride. Um, Days before the brutal murder, the 30-year-old allegedly threatened another person with a weapon but was released without bail. Mm -hmm. So we've got a pattern here. We've got a pattern of criminals being put out on the street. Now we've got a pattern of trans terrorists murdering people. On April 3rd, Lopez was charged with two felony counts of unlawful use of a weapon and two counts of menacing in Coos County, Oregon. After missing a court hearing on April 6th, a warrant was issued for, and here's where Andy No goes off the rails for me. He calls this monster a her. Why? This is not a her. Three days before he, Andy No, not she, allegedly went on to commit murder. The media did not report these facts. About this individual, they didn't. Uh, they didn't um, post the truth. 
They withheld that this person was trans, and it was only because Andy No dug into it that he found out who this person is. This person uh, also worked as a certified nursing assistant for about a decade. Yeah. No. No, I hit you. Crazy. Um. So there you have it. Houston, we have a problem. We got a problem of of uh, of transgender terrorists murdering people. But then, of course, we had to see on on Twitter. We had to see on Twitter that uh, you know ha- the hashtag, um, you know, not a gay person or whatever was trending. No, but it, you know that not a groomer or something like that. I don't know. Where's the Republican Party in talking about this? Joining me now, my favorite guest of all time. Who I can talk to him about any topic. Guess who I'm talking about? Y'all know who I'm talking about. My buddy, my buddy Brian Maloney of Red Wave America joining me tonight. Hello, hello, my dear. Did you hey. have? Hey, honey, did you have a happy Easter? Yes, yes, I did. How about you? I did. I did. It was it was a little un- uneventful. I mean, when you get too old to be given an Easter basket uh, by your mama, <laughs> when you're having to buy your own Easter basket, it's not as fun. Um, but I did enjoy myself. So, but, but before I brought you in, I was just, I don't know if you heard in Portland, there was a, a, a trans terrorist killed another person. And of course, no, the media is not talking about this at all because no, I haven't even, when did this happen? Cause I've been checking the headlines. So it, this is being reported by Andy No in the post millennial. It happened Easter oh, wow. Sunday and he had to do some digging. Um, it was, uh, a, a trans terrorist who stabbed to death a taxi driver and um, Andy Noah had to do some digging because the media and the police, of course, were trying to hide the identity of this person because on the heels of, um, I think, uh, uh, outside of, I think the Louisville um, is the first in, in the last six that wasn't committed, uh, wasn't a mass shooting committed by somebody in the transgender community. So they clearly don't want this story to be getting out into the mainstream because it's transgender person and he used a knife. Well, because I think at this point, the I mean, the extremism, I mean, the clown show that is our country um, has gone to such an extreme that I'm sure that if you're in that category, part of that group, you feel that you can go commit a crime and not have to pay any penalty for ordering price because you have society to protect you and even uh, turn you into a hero. You get the media, the political structure. Uh, political system, you know, corporate America, which is completely in with the extreme left. So why wouldn't you go and shoot people? I mean, you figure you're probably not even going to go to jail. Maybe they won't. So that's where we're at. I mean, the lunatics have have finished taking over the asylum. And the rest of us are walking around here wondering why America no longer looks even remotely like it did even just two or three years ago um, or even six months ago. You know, I mean, every day... It's getting nuttier and nuttier and nuttier, and we're all supposed to try to function, and we're watching society unravel and our country unrecognizable, um, and wondering, people are just wondering what to do. Yeah, and, and you know, I mean, do you have ideas of how we get, there needs to be accountability. Um, here in San Diego County, we, we have some accountability. It looks like we're finally going to get rid of this nut job, Nathan Fletcher, who at one point was mm-hmm. a Republican, and then he switched to independent, and then he went far left Democrat. He's finally being run out on a rail, but only not because of how what he did as, as being head of COVID for San Diego County and the destruction, only because he's, he's being charged, he's slapped with a lawsuit, sued for sexual assault. 
Um, so, you know, yeah, but I've been, I've been following this guy, actually, and it's fascinating. He's like, a, and wasn't he running for a state Senate seat? Oh, he's run, I don't know how many times for mayor. He had to switch from Republican. Of course, part of that, he was married to this Mindy who was working for Arnold Schwarzenegger. He rode her coattails to try and tried to, tried to, um, I think he actually was in the state assembly for a while off of her coattails. And then he cheated on her. Then he became an independent to run for mayor because the Republican Party wouldn't endorse him. Um, and then he failed at that. So then he switched in, in, um, to Democrat, married Lorena Gonzalez who's a far-left Democrat kook, and that then he ended up on the San Diego County Board of Supervisors. I've known Nathan Fletcher since 2005. He was a hero from the Iraq War in Fallujah. And, oh, oh, in the meantime, he worked for Duke Cunningham, too, as chief of staff before Duke Cunningham Crazy. got arrested and convicted for bribery. And what happens I, to these people? Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So at least there's, and, and of course he did what, what everybody does, right? When you're busted, it's, oh, gee, I've got an alcohol problem let me run off to rehab i'm going to resign but not until may (laughs) yeah no i saw the i saw that letter and you know what he did though you know he did what you'd expect a politician to do and that is turn yourself into a democrat and then all of your sins are excused and even celebrated when you're a republican of course it would be you know throw this guy in the gulag for the next 20 years. But if you're a Democrat, it's, you know, this person just has some challenges and we need to go and support this, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, and if the person is brain dead, like John Fetterman, of course, we have to, you know, leave him in the USA and even talk about him <laughs> as a presidential contender, you know. Which the I mean, why not? Done. Why not? I mean, we got the Joe view. Biden. I mean, I mean what's, you know, why not? You. you know, Fetterman is a presidential contender. The guy has, uh, I was reading today, that Fetterman and Dianne Feinstein, uh, the two of them, have missed almost every vote this year, mm-hmm. uh, which sure. is which is reason why that the Democrats haven't been able to uh, confirm very many of Biden's judicial choices. They've been stopped on a lot of these. Even Kamala's uh, tie-breaking vote hasn't come into play every time because they're too short there. Uh, and so and nobody even knows when Feinstein is coming back. I hope this stays like this forever with Feinstein, because, you know, the minute she resigns, I mean, you know, Mr. Governor Hairdo is going to uh, plop mm. in some lunatic firebrand. I would much rather have Diane Feinstein, you know, as a vegetable, essentially not voting and not. I'm sorry. I mean, I, it's true though. I don't, she's a head of cabbage. Like she's a head of lettuce. Yeah, she, well, she, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't dislike her in any way. It's, I mean, you know, but I mean, it is what it is. These people, she's been in the U.S. Senate for 31 years because that all happened in 92, yeah. 31 years. But this Fetterman, you know, just walked right in and then walked right out. I mean, he hasn't really ever taken office in any way. So, hey, if the Democrats keep, you know, they keep running vegetables who can't vote. I think keep doing it because it's working out for us. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're crazy. I, I mean, they have lost their, their minds, Andrea. I mean, I, our, our nation. Seen, yeah, our nation yeah. has lost its mind. Now, hold on, Brian. We need to take a break. Can you stick around with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Stay tuned. we got more with Brian Maloney from Red Wave America on the other side of the break. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. As to find us and all of us in embodiment of so many of you here today. 
leaders in civil rights like Karen Nagasaki and uh, and Karen uh, Kramatsu. Where where are you? Where are the Karens? There you go. Nagasaki. Oh. Why did he call the other one Hiroshima? <laughs> that just would have made it so much even better. We're, we're a clown show. You know, when I was a kid, I mean, it was just, you know, the, we're still the greatest country on earth. But I mean, because of just the, the underpinnings and the foundation. But we're teetering, man. We're teetering. Brian Maloney. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was that the cue for me to resume? That, that was, yes, that was the cue. Well, let me tell you this uh, then. I did, not, I yes. did not catch that. You didn't okay. catch the cue. Well, I, it, wasn't no. a, it wasn't a particularly good cue because uh, I was just okay. laughing too much. But let me, let no, me tell you well, this. It was funny. I mean, it, it, it's sad, but it's funny. I mean, it's sad that our country is in this kind of shape. And they keep, they keep Trump as the focus to distract yes. from Biden as a disaster. The poll numbers for Biden are a disaster right now, Andrea. Well, well let's hear. Have you heard, speaking of poll numbers and, and disasters, Bud Light? Yeah. <laughs> so many times we use the phrase, go woke, go broke, and it doesn't happen. People still go to Disneyland. They still go to Disney World. They still watch Netflix or whatever. But Bud Light, it's a bloodbath. I mean, right. I it's just it's been I, I read somewhere and I couldn't verify it. I re, I shared a, ch- a chart. They I guess their valuation has dropped. I don't know, like four billion dollars or four million or something. I don't know. But at bars all across the country are reporting sales down 58 percent, 70 percent. There was one lo- oh, yeah. the one location that says they normally on uh, at an event uh, sell a total of 495 12 ounce pours. The bar sold only four 12 ounce pours. Uh, and and it's like you, you do you think that this will cause other corporations to wake up and realize that you know the, the this is this is stupid well i think the one the one distinction here it's very hard to sustain a disney boycott because so many of the visitors to the parks are foreign tourists true you know that's such a huge percentage so we have less of an a potential impact there but with this beer you know, the target, the core customer mm-hmm. for this beer is the most unwoke person walking on you know, the face <laughs> of this planet. Right. So when you alienate 100% of your core customers who can easily switch to another beer, uh, you know, I mean, with there are a hundred other choices, if not a thousand other beer choices in any bar. There's at least a dozen other beers on tap or in bottles or whatever, if not many, many more especially these days. So it's so simple. And now you go into the bar, if you were to order that beer, people are going to look at you like, oh, does that mean that's, that's what you support because now it's a political statement. Well, yeah. So in fact, one of the bars, excuse, that, yeah. excuse me for interrupting. In fact, one of the no. bars said that the, the 12 beers that they did serve were people that said they hadn't been on social media and didn't know the story and they uh, didn't, they, uh, and they didn't order a second one. I don't know if it's true or not, but they didn't order a second one because people around them were like, Hey, heads up. Right. I mean, it's, this like is you such order that beer and that's what yeah, this means. Exactly. Right? And so, so in the water. Yeah. So, so, 
do you think though that um, so okay so Disney you're right there's foreigners but so for American brands should other American brands wake up and go okay we we've got to, like all the Nike chose this Dylan Mulvaney person Kate Spade do you think we now actually have a movement where go broke go woke go broke actually is is real. Well, apparently there's a nonprofit on the far left that awards these corporations points for being woke. There's wokeness points. And that's what these companies have been basing all their campaigns on is trying to score points with this far left nonprofit group. This has been coming out of the news for about the last week. Uh, so bottom line is I don't think the companies are going to learn. None of the, They're all fearing the left and they don't fear the right. And I don't think even this will will convince them that they need to knock it off and knock off the woke stuff. I think that uh, I think that the extreme left has infiltrated corporate America to such an extent that they're now one and the same. Mm-hmm. And so I think you're going to see this keep happening and happening and happening. But hey, let's just bankrupt them all. I mean, look how effective. Really, there was no organized campaign to stop drinking Bud Light. It just happened on its own right. with everybody realizing this is insane. I'm never drinking that beer again. That's what has to keep happening. And I think it will. We didn't even have to organize anything. Right. It just died on its own because people are that people are that sick of it. So but I think companies will keep stepping in this. You know what? Um you know, they're going to keep stepping in it. They're not going to shape up and learn. Well, yeah, because no matter how much the left pushes this transgenderism crap in our face, I mean, they are they are the fringe. The majority of Americans are. are not on board with seeing a grown man sitting there dressed up like Audrey Hepburn at Breakfast in Tiffany sucking on a Bud Light. I mean, no, that's not America. And that, you know, and, and the marketing exec who said, Bud Light's just always been so fratty. Well, if you know that you're demographic is fratty <laughs> frat boys and a bunch of kappa cigs do you really think that right. you're 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 gonna they're gonna buy your beer i mean it's so stupid but to me it's the perfect reflection of the insanity that is this transgender movement we've got one minute left brian maloney is there anything else you want to share to the listeners well, before i, I, I gotta think- let you go just on this note, I think the far left, they are successfully radicalizing the youngest generation and turning, mm. trying to turn almost every single child in school today into a transgendered individual, whether that person is really that or not. It is the hot thing to do now is to come out of this or that or the other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's really scary right now. I mean, our schools have become uh, extremist, you know, basically what? brainwashing factories yeah. uh, and it's destroying America. Maybe it has already destroyed America. I don't think we're in one piece anymore, Andrea. No, I don't think we are either, but at least I get to chat with you and have fun and la- have some laughs. You bet. <laughs> Thank you for you being here, bet. my dear. Talk you at bet. you soon. Okay, bye-bye. All right, now we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got Gary Quackenbush who's going to be here, not just to give us some laughs with Quack and the Wacky Stories, but some really interesting stuff to share with you guys, like how artificial intelligence might be managing your money. Honey, y'all need to stay tuned and listen to what we got to share with y'all next. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Yeah. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.